Well, hello there, and welcome to Public Speaking and Presenting Made Easy, an online show and podcast. My name is Mark Faithful from the Marvelous Speakers Academy, and today's show is going to be full of tips and tools and techniques and advice, all in bite-sized chunks that will help you to stand up and speak with confidence every single time. Now, I spent two years asking hundreds of people what they found difficult about public speaking and presenting. And this podcast is all about what they told me, and I'm going to show you how to overcome all of those difficulties. So if you want to know how to beat anxiety brought about by public speaking, if you want to know how to structure or write your talk, and if you want to influence your audience to take action, to decide to buy something, then this, my friend, is the podcast for you. Always friendly, always to the point, no waffle, no padding. This is public speaking and presenting made easy. Welcome to episode number seven, how to write the best, best man speech. Well, summer is coming and with it comes wedding season. And one of the most stressful parts of the wedding day for many families, for many brides, many grooms, is the traditional speeches that come after the wedding reception. Now, whether it's for the best man, for the father, the bride, the groom, or even the bride herself, the whole day can be kind of overshadowed by anxiety about having to stand up and speak in front of that crowd at the wedding reception. So today I want to share with you six easy steps that will help you create and deliver the perfect wedding speech. Now I'm gonna use the best man speech as an example, but these steps apply to all kinds of speeches, not just weddings. Okay, so step number one. Okay, step number one is to remember the point of the speech. Now, despite all the frequent jokes at the expense of the groom, the point of the best man's speech is to make the bride and groom look good and feel good on their wedding day. Your job as best man is to serve the bride and groom by making them look good and to serve their guests by helping them to enjoy the day. As best man, your job is not to make the best man look good. The best man's speech is not It's not therapy through the microphone. It is not all about you. So focus on the happy couple and make sure everything that you say helps them to feel loved, helps them to feel special, and helps them to feel relaxed. And in case you didn't hear me the first time, let me say it again. It is not about you. So don't think about the crowd. Don't wonder what they're thinking or doing. Don't wonder what they're thinking about you. Okay, focus on the bride and the groom and address all of your comments to them. That that lady on the second table who's, who's yawning, you know, she's not saying that your talk is boring. She's just got a newborn baby at home and she didn't get much sleep last night. It's not all about you. Uh, and that chap on the table next to her who's just kind of looking at his phone, he's not making any comment about the quality of your speech either. He's just on call for work this weekend and he's received a message and he can't ignore it. It's not all about you. Don't go making it all about you. Step number one. Step number two is to plan your speech. Don't don't make it up on the day. That will just make you and everyone else stressed and you, you risk saying something that you might regret later, especially if you've had a buck's fizzle too to try and calm down your nerves. So just take a few minutes to plan your best man's speech Right, and I'm gonna give you some questions that you can answer that will help you through that process. And I mean, just take a few minutes. Don't overthink this. 
Don't spend days and weeks and months in preparation because that's just going to get you all stressed. Now, if you're not used to public speaking, then you should expect to spend about an hour preparing for each minute that you're going to speak. Yeah, an hour for each minute of speech. So if you're going to speak for five minutes and nobody needs you to speak for longer than that at a wedding, okay, you expect to spend about five hours to write and rehearse your speech in total and spread that out over a couple of days. So on day number one, create yourself a rough draft and then sleep on it and come back the next day, review what you've done, uh, make some changes, add some more content, then leave it alone again for another day or two and then come back for a final review and edit it into the final version. So you're gonna get ideas for the speech on those days in between when you're working on it. Your subconscious keeps turning the ideas over and you're gonna get creative inspiration at odd moments. So start early and write that speech slowly over a couple of days. Now here are some examples and ideas of what you can include in your speech. Again, I'm using the guest man's, the best man's speech as an example, but you can use this formula for, for lots of other kinds of speeches at social uh, events. So step number three is about getting inspired. So as best man, write down two positive things about the groom. These could be a character trait or something that he's achieved. Yeah, all the better if it's not well known to the guests. For example, he maybe he walked to Everest Base Camp to raise money for charity. Or maybe he's always the first person to volunteer to help a friend in need. And then write down one quirk or less positive trait about the groom. But keep it lighthearted and don't say something that implies any kind of negative impact or harm to another person. For example, you can mention uh, his poor dress sense whenever he goes out clubbing to the disco. Maybe it's about his awful haircut or how often he gets lost yet always refuses to ask for directions. You know, three is a magic number and it, it, it always sits kind of comfortably in the human mind. So, so speeches and talks that are structured around three points, they always kind of feel balanced, they always feel about the right kind of length. Now you've got your three points, so in step number four, you're gonna find a structure, some kind of scaffolding, some kind of narrative arc that's gonna hold the whole thing together. So how can you link the three points that you came up with in the previous step? Maybe you realise they're all linked to a common theme, such as travel. They all happen in different parts of the world. Or maybe you can relate them to a timeline in the, in the groom's life. Like In his teens, he did this. In his 20s, he did this. In his 30s, he did that. Make sense? You could use your relationship um, as some kind of timeline. Uh, you could say something like, I first met the groom when he turned up late for our first lecture at university. And he's been late for pretty much everything else in his life ever since then. Maybe the groom's hobbies or his passion could form some kind of structure. Uh, for example, you could say the groom is a huge fan of Gloucester rugby, which just shows that he's a dreamer and used to disappointment. But much like the game of rugby, the groom's life has been a series of... Yeah, you get the idea? The structure does not need to be very clever, does not need to be anything profound. In fact, the simpler it is, the better it seems to work. It could be something as simple as the colour white... You could talk about the white snow on the on Everest, the white of his legs on the beach, the white shirt that he spilled wine down. Or it might be a, a certain day of the week where things always seem to happen to the groom. Now, finding a simple structure that will it, that kind of hangs together the points that you're trying to make, it will make your speech feel and sound so much more polished 
so much more fun to listen to and much easier for you to remember and for you to deliver. Okay, step number five in making the best best man speech. Now you want to conclude your speech with praise for the special couple. You're going to praise the bride and the bridesmaids for their beauty. Praise the groom, perhaps for his great choice of bride. And list some other traits of the groom which confirm to the bride that she in fact did make the right decision by saying, I do. And finally, step number six, you just need to say thank you. Say thank you to the groom for the honour of being his best man. Say thank you to the bridesmaids for a job well done. And thank all the guests for attending. And finish with a toast to the bridesmaids and to the bride and groom. Remember, it's not about you. So don't go putting any false expectations on yourself about how you should deliver your speech. For example, it's not necessary at all to memorise your speech. It's perfectly okay to use note cards as a prompt or even to write your script out in full and read it. Practice your speech out loud. And after you've gone through it two or three times, experiment with the kind of prompt that works best for you. Now, do you need just bullet points? Or maybe you want the whole script written out word for word and you're going to read it. You know, it doesn't actually matter which. Or even if you do something completely different, the key is to pick the tool that helps you do a great job for the bride and groom. Remember, it's not about you. It's all about them. So what are the tools that you need to do a great job for the bride and groom and ensure it all goes off smoothly? Now, if you whatever you're using for notes or an aid memoir, consider using paper rather than the notes app on your phone because phone batteries die, okay? But paper is reliable. It's always on. And if you are printing your notes out on paper, use a font that's large and easy to read. Make it easy for yourself to do a great job. And above all, smile and remember to enjoy yourself. Now, if you'd like more help with your, to get your speech ready for the big day, then my Speak With Confidence course, I think, could be just what you are looking for. I'll put the details up on the screen right now. Now, Speak With Confidence. It's an online course. You can study it at your own pace. If you did it, to kind of dive right in, you could probably finish the whole thing in about a day. And it includes personal feedback and coaching from me. So you have the choice to video your speech, send it to me, and I'm going to use my unique 140-point coaching system to give you detailed feedback on your speech. And if you want to know more, then just go to malmesbreespeakers.com slash confidence. That's malmesbreespeakers.com slash confidence. Now, in other news, I received a very exciting email today. So even though we're only on uh, episode number seven so far, okay, public speaking presenting Made Easy has been included in the list of the top 25 public speaking podcasts on the web. How cool is that? Now, if you want to see the whole list, you can check it out. Uh, the details are on the screen if you're listening. It's at blog.feedspot.com slash public underscore speaking underscore podcasts. You know what, I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes to make it easy for you. Well, this has been episode number seven of Public Speaking and Presenting Made Easy, how to write the best, best man speech. If you're watching on YouTube, click that subscribe button. If you're watching on Facebook, then like the Mums Speakers Academy page, or you can subscribe to the audio podcast in your favorite podcast app. They're on Apple and Google Podcasts, 
We're on Spotify, we're on iHeartRadio, many others. Just search for Public Speaking Presenting Made Easy. Thanks for listening, and until next time, bye for now. Bye-bye.